Hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome to a brand new review on the Sam Bissell podcast on the Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. And right now, I'm going to be doing a review of the brand new holiday film on Hulu, Happiest Season. It's starring Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis, Dan Levy, Allison Brie, Aubrey Plaza, and was written and directed by Clea Duvall. I just woke up thinking about going home with you and got very excited about Christmas. I get to go meet the people that made my favorite person. I'll always take December away over summer. Abby, you and Harper have a perfect relationship. She is my person, and I really want everyone to know that. I want to marry her. What are you doing on your phone? I left a gentleman alone in my apartment, so I'm tracking him to make sure he leaves. You're tracking him? Yeah, I track everybody. If the NSA can do it, so can I. I'm so excited. I can't believe I'm finally going to meet everyone. There's something that we should talk about. I didn't tell my parents I'm gay. So who do they think I am? This is Harper's orphan friend, Abby. Yes, of course. They're there. You're so brave. Now, Happiest Season tells the story of Abby and Harper, a lesbian couple who are looking to spend the holidays together. And Harper comes up with the idea of Abby staying with her family for the Christmas season. But unfortunately, as they're going up to the house, Harper tells Abby that Harper is not out of the closet yet to her family and decides not to tell them over the holiday break that they're going to be spending up there. So Abby and Harper kind of have to pretend that they are two straight women not in a relationship together. And that is kind of the springboard of all the mayhem and jokes and hijinks that we get in this movie. And overall, I was delighted by this movie. I had such a great time with it. And before I get into my positives, I want to just go through the negatives real quick with this film. And one of the things that I was looking for, or what I really look for in these holiday movies, in every single one of them, when it comes to the humor is, can you sustain the humor from beginning to end? And I felt like throughout the entire film, I didn't really get that with the humor. I thought at some point, it was hysterical. There was so, there was a bit between Kristen Stewart and Dan Levy's character that works every single time. And at one point, you could think, "Well, this could get old," but it really doesn't. And they, and they don't go to it so often that they keep it fresh and entertaining throughout the movie. And uh, one of the things also when it comes to comedies in general is sometimes when you watch a trailer for a comedy, you can really get caught up in, well, did I see all the hysterical comedic bits in the trailer? And with Happiest Season, you don't get all of the comedic bits in the trailer, but a majority of the good ones were in the, the, the trailers and advertising for this film. So I kind of saw a lot of the humor coming, but again, there were some hitting moments where the, the comedy hit from time to time, but it, it was more of like a roller coaster didn't really sustain itself throughout and I thought even though I'm gonna kind of be praising the 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 cast and and the acting and the performances I thought within the script writing some of the supporting characters specifically the parents and some of Harper's friends weren't as fleshed out as I would have liked them to be I think especially within the the tumultuous tugging that Harper has of coming out to her family and friends that don't know that she's a lesbian. I don't think they really tap into that all that well. They certainly do it a lot with Abby and kind of her her problems with Harper not being as more outward as as Abby is in saying of what her sexuality is and who she is at heart. And so I think they focus on that a lot more on Abby's side than they do Harper's side. And 
a lot of the people that are known in Harper's Family don't get that same kind of fleshed out sense that I would really like them to see. Other than that, I really do think the rest of this film works so, so well. And one of the things that this film does so smart, and this is a credit to the screenwriting, is it plays out like a typical holiday family film with the twist that it is a lesbian couple. And it really works within that realm of going off of that twist in the sense that we haven't seen this before. And this is the first time that we're a big studio like Sony, even though this went to Hulu, produce a major budgeted film based on a lesbian couple during the holiday time. And I think working within the fact that this is a same-sex relationship, you're able to hone in on a lot of important messaging that is very timely in the modern day that we're in right now. And I think one of the great things about this is the fact that even though some of the, the comedy doesn't hit that well, the emotion and the story and the heart and the heartbreak that is in this film is worn on its sleeve and it does it so, so well that I give a credit to Clee Duvall and, and the rest of the writing staff that was on this film. And I just think that it is a credit to the fact that this is a story about accepting yourself and who you are and about loving who you want to love and being who you are no matter what, whether you like the same sex or not or loving somebody no matter what but not hiding that fact. I think that is such a strong point that Clee Duvall and the, the other writers wanted to make with this movie and it's especially that third act that I think really drove home this film for what it really wanted to be and I think made it a lot more of an emotionally complex film than people might have gone in for and there's a twist that happens in that third act that I think will get a lot of people talking in the best ways possible and I think it's a healthy conversation to have about being open and honest and accepting of one another and I think Clee Duvall really hit it on the head with that along with the direction that she had in this film. And I thought for somebody who's doing her sophomore directing stint, she did a fairly good job for this film. I think the directing was nice and even. Again, some of the comedic bits were, again, not so much a little bit uneven at some points, but I think it, that's more of the writing than it is about the direction. I thought that the pacing of it was done very nicely. You know what is coming when it happens, but again, once, once that third act comes around and they twist it on its head a little bit, within the realm of a same-sex relationship and the importance that that comes with, I think it does something that not a lot of other rom-coms and holiday films have done in the past. And one of the big credits, one of the big foundations of this film is its cast. And even though I say that I wish some of the writing fleshed out some of the characters, that doesn't take away from the performances of all the actors and actresses that were a part of this film. First off, I had to talk about the Abby and Harper relationship played by Kristen Stewart as Abby and Harper being played by Mackenzie Davis. And if that relationship doesn't work, the film really could potentially fall apart. And I think the relationship and the chemistry between these two was off the charts amazing. And they make you believe in this couple, in this relationship, and that it's really being put to the test in the sense that they can't come out to this family yet. And Harper doesn't want to come out to her family yet. She wants to kind of remain this image that her family has on her. And I think if you don't, if you don't believe the relationship early on, 
it's going to falter on itself throughout the rest of the film, and it doesn't do that. And also, it's a credit to the supporting cast around Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis. Specifically, I want to point out Dan Levy, who is a superstar right now, especially after the dominant win that he had and dominant night that he had on Emmy night in September with Schitt's Creek, absolutely sweeping up every single category. And you see him just being an actor in this film and he's given some great comedic lines that I said there's a bit between him and Kristen Stewart that is again is done very very well and it's a credit to Dan Levy and who he is and just how open and outward he is about everything it's great and he's given this one scene with Kristen Stewart in that third act twist that floored me it he delivered it so well that it makes you think and it makes you contemplate not really yourself, but other people, and especially people that might be gay or lesbian, and having conversations with them about being out and being open. And I think he just does a great job of really kind of shining a light on this these group of people that need to be shined a light on. And he does a great job in really kind of portraying that in this great monologue piece that I think isn't Oscar material, but it definitely is Golden Globe-worthy material for him. And I would love to see him get some kind of consideration because he really does blow the doors off of his performance. And I'm really excited to see what he can do in the future, not just as a producer, as a writer, as we've obviously seen him do incredibly well with Shit's Creek, but also as an actor. And I'm really excited to see what he can do. And I was always interested to see what he would do in this film. He seemed like he stole this film and he lives up to the hype of stealing what I think is a really good supporting role for him in this film. And also, surprisingly, Aubrey Plaza's character is somebody who I, when I saw the trailers, I was thinking, oh, she's playing the, maybe the the high school mean friend who Harper introduces Abby to, and maybe that subplots into something else entirely. And it definitely branches off into its own subplot, but it's a surprising, again, a surprising twist that I didn't see coming. And I think speaks to helping out develop Abby's relationship as well with Harper and also with Arby Plaza's character. So I think she really did a great job in playing more of a subdue role because for somebody like Arby Plaza, we've seen her kind of be the wild, eccentric kind of female character. And in this one, she's a little bit more, not reclusive, but subdued and kind of taken down a few notches. And I think it really worked to her benefit and she did a great job in that as well. So I think overall, this is a film that isn't going to, it could be become a, ho- a holiday classic down the line. If you're looking something for something new to watch, if you've already seen all the, the holiday classics over and over again, I think this is one that you should definitely check out, enjoy, and even if you can't relate to what these characters are experiencing, you might find out a few things that you didn't know about that you can take with you in your own life and help other people that are in the LGBTQ community and have conversations with them. And I think this is a piece that is the classic holiday film that we know, but also is a great piece of commentary about a group of people that you can have conversations with. So I think both of those aspects work very well. Cleo Duval did a really good job of meshing those two together and creating a very good holiday film for 2020 that again, in a year that has been so very crazy, I think this is a film that again, teaches us some things, but it takes our mind off of 
other things that are going on to enjoy a holiday romance film that is out there on Hulu right now. And I give Happiest Season a 7 out of 10 stars. I very much enjoyed this film and I very much recommend it for this holiday season. Have any Has anyone else seen Happiest Season? If you have, let me know what you thought about it down in the comment section below of this episode. I really like to know what you think about it. And with that down and out of the way, everyone, that will do it for this review on the Sam Bissell Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out my channel for more content. You can check me out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, SoundCloud, and much more. Also, make sure to tune in on the Ambiguous Podcast Solutions, and be sure to check out the other amazing shows that are on there, such as You Mad Bro, the number one source to see what the internet is pissed off about on a weekly basis. Also, check out Goal-Driven Professionals, geared toward improving client relations, return on investment, and customer acquisition costs for independent businesses and services. Also, check out The Daily Grind, a weekly motivational podcast with Kelly Johnson, giving you everyday tips and key takeaways on reaching your goals. Also, along the way, make sure to check out these other amazing shows on the podcast, such as Wrestle Attic Radio, Fretzelmania Podcast, and Midnight Showing. You can check these out and so much more on the website, ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com, also on Facebook and Twitter at Real Ambiguous. And if you want to check out Canopy Treehouse, use the coupon code AMBIGUOUS. Also, when you get a chance, make sure to follow me on social media. You can find me at Bissell Samuel, that's B-U-S-S-E-L-L-S-A-M-U-E-L, that's B-U-S-S-E-L-L-S-A-M-U-E-L, and on Facebook at Sam Bissell. Guys, thank you again so much for tuning in, and until next time... Keep on screening. I'm scared that if I tell them who I really am, I will lose them. Do you know how painful it's been to watch the person that I love hide me? I am not hiding you. I am hiding me. Everybody's story is different. Just because Harper isn't ready doesn't mean she doesn't love you. Abby, honey, are you okay? Morning. I'm sorry about all this mess. Morning, kids. Morning. Honey, I'm headed to the office. Have a good day. You know I will. Thank you.